The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro Eastside. Happy Saturday. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. What are you grinning about over there? I don't know. It's just a, it's a Saturday. Oh, okay. Here. Was like was I doing something goofy? Nah, here? Not, Did well, I say my name wrong? Not more goofy than usual. So, no. <laughs> oh, thank you. Just fine. Yeah, you're doing fine. I am. I am doing fine. <laughs> I'm doing very well. You know. Well, you know, we've been rebuilding our team. Yes. And so I'm very excited about what's going on there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, and this is part of what this show is going to be about today: is all these new models and changes going on in real estate. That's right. Right? Oh, and, for sure. Right? For, sure. for that, sure. There's some crazy stuff going on. Yeah. And it's stuff I've been saying for 15 or more years has been, you know, brewing, one, brewing yeah. and yeah. necessary, frankly. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be curious to see how you and I uh, exchange on today's topics. Sure. I think mostly we'll be in alignment. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll see. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. And yeah. and consumers, you know, our listeners, this is going to be really interesting and informing, I think, for each of you as at least within the state of Washington, some changes are going on that are really going to possibly get interesting in your side of things as you buy or sell real estate. Yeah. The, it's going to have to force some conversations. That's right, as well as it's going to have some financial impacts on the lending side as well. Yeah, and I can't likely. wait for you to talk mm-hmm. about that because sure. I'm, I'm, I haven't had anyone address that yet mm-hmm. in the, the meetings uh, that I've sat in on or the discussions that I've heard about some of the topics yeah. we're going to cover uh, today. Well, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. But it's bef- not going to be pretty. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. Oh, it's not going to be pretty. No. I was like, well, I want to keep getting no, no, a no, wig. No, no. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is this a new side of you that we're, we're going to have revealed? Yeah, <laughs> the look on I'm, your face is priceless. Be, I'm switching to a mullet. And just oh, gonna, and well, just gonna, okay. Know, I've seen photos of you from youth. Business up front, party one. in the back. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. had one of those. Yeah, That's all right. Fro. That I had the fro. Yes, yeah, you did. I fro back, I know. Back you and Lance day. both. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my brother did too. So that's okay. There you go. Um, But you know, how are rates? Are they are they looking pretty? Are they all dressed up? Or they got mullets going on? No, they're pretty. Are they? They're pretty. They're beautiful. They're they go get a nice blow on some extensions and yeah, yeah, a little 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 (laughs) tell us more. Yeah, just you know, trim the bangs a bit, and uh, (laughs) we're looking good. You know, the the uh, mortgage rates, of course, I've said this time and time again, are driven by the bond market, which is driven by Fear, abject fear, fear of yeah. everything, you know, mm-hmm. fear of inflation. Yeah. Uh, bad news is always good for interest rates and vice versa. Yes, it is. You know, so when you hear the stock market rallying, that's necessarily not so good for rates. Um, yep. The, uh, our topics have just been going back and forth. It's Brexit. It's China. It's the, it's, it's the trade war. It's things going on in Europe. Germany's uh, actually dipped into a little bit of a slight recession, possibly technical recession is what they're calling it. You know, things are slowing down there a little bit in Europe. 
Uh, some people think that will pull us down as well. Other people think, no, nah, we need houses. We have a shortage of houses. And we never go into a recession when we have a shortage of houses because right. we need to be building houses. Exactly. So And jobs come with it. Who knows? Lots yeah. of jobs. Oh. Well, what was you know, it? We talked about this on a show recently. It's like 17% of the GDP of the United States is, is around housing. So right. it's it's the construction, the materials, the sales organizations like my own, the lenders, the insurance, the title, the escrow. I mean, all the there's soft a goods. lot. Yeah, all the soft goods. You Everything know. that goes into yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah, right. there's so much that's yeah. tied into it. Yep. Yeah. So we, and we, we, we have a shortage in housing. Of course, locally, it's acute. Uh, but nationally, uh, even we we have a shortage. So, you know, as long as that, I heard ac- you say acute, and I'm like, you're not saying s- things are pretty again. <laughs> I know what you mean, acute. I know, I know. Sorry, move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about rates. <laughs> yes, please. So do. the national average 30-year fixed rate conventional conforming rate today 3.85 percent. Still nice. firmly under the. 4% That's kind of cute. Mark. It's very cute. It's, yeah. ador- it's adorable. It's adorable. It's adorable. I just want to pet it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> want to hold it and pet yeah, it and pet call it. it George. <laughs> That's right. 15-year <laughs> fixed rates, 3.5%. Not a lot of difference there, right? Yeah. Normally, a 15-year loan runs about a half a percent below mm-hmm. a 30-year fixed rate. And and that, that gap is, is fairly narrow right now. We, we do see this typically when rates are so low in the cycle, which is which is where we're at right now. So, uh, you know, 15 years, still a little, little bit of a break on those. Uh, FHA, 30-year fixed rate, and VA, 30-year fixed rates are hovering right around 3.5%. And jumbo loans, and locally here that means any loan amount more than $726,000, $3.95%. So we're nice. still very, very... Things are attractive. looking good. Yes, yeah. very attractive. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, and these low rates have also brought on a statistic, uh, which I love to see, which is, has to do with affordability. Mm-hmm. So nationally, housing affordability, it's its best level in over three years. And that's almost directly a result of uh, the low interest rates. Uh, but, a, but right now, uh, around 63.6% of homes sold in the third quarter this year were affordable to U.S. households. Uh, a year ago, that was about 56%. What does that mean for our locals to understand? Yeah, what it means is that that's looking Because everyone at, here is like, it's not affordable here. Well, and, and th- again, that's a national statistic, mm-hmm. and it's based on median income. So what, okay. what these affordability statistics look at is what's the median income for your area mm-hmm. compared to the, the price of a home, and how does that affect the affordability? So do you have that in your report that you, know you can what? share? Uh, I don't have it for the Seattle area. I'm, I'll have to okay. dig that one up. I well, know, what are they saying for the national, though? Uh, 63%. Oh, 75,500 is median income nationally. Okay, in King County that's actually higher. Yeah, it's a little bit. 83,000. Yeah, well, no, actually 103,000. Around 103,000. Yeah. So, uh, we're we're definitely lower on that affordability spectrum mm-hmm. than than the national numbers. But we also have higher incomes. Right. And at least we don't live in San Francisco. San Francisco is the least affordable market in oh. the nation. Only 8.4% of the homes for wow. sale in San Francisco, meet their affordability uh, based on their median income, which is around one hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars. And they beat out Manhattan, right? Well, that would be up there, Honolulu. Yeah, you know. Los well, because we said on a recent show that we were in like the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're up there. Yeah, yeah, and we were beat we're out by several over on the East Coast and a lot of mm-hmm. California. Right. Yeah. And like I say, we need more units. We need more housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that will help. And we're not talking Randy. I'm really excited though about uh, a recent that just change. went right by the. You. 
I did hear okay. you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm really excited about Dadus. And Dadus? Dadus. Detached accessory dwelling units. Mm-hmm. And the one, the one good thing that the city of Seattle uh, did recently yes. was to open that up. Yes. You can put even more than one Dadu in your property. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can... Yeah, you and I both have been looking not, at them. We, we, we have. I'm well, and we did a recent intrigued. show with my cabin, mm-hmm. Cabin with a K. Mm-hmm. So Tom Todaro, who's the co-founder, was on the show. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've been noticing on our podcast, right, since this gets recorded and then sure. put into our podcasting, um, that's one of our more popular shows right now. Yeah. Because a lot of people, because of that, are going and checking that out. I also recently uh, just learned of another company called Node, N-O-D-E. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go to N-O-D-E dot E-C-O for like um, – Eco? Yeah, Eco. Okay. There you go. Um, they also are doing something similar, a slightly different mm-hmm. style, sure. but similar concept. Yeah. 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 Well, so a lot, we'll a lot of those companies that have these kind of pre-designed cottages are available out there, and they're becoming quite popular. Yeah. They, I, I know I want one. Well, they're cool. They really are. Uh, the one mm-hmm. thing that, that hasn't caught up with that is the lending industry quite yet. Uh, yeah. Most loan programs will not allow you to use the income from a DADU to help you qualify. But there are one, especially one particular program that will, as long as your income is uh, below the median income level, if you're 80% or less of the median, meaning if you earn about 83000 or less, we can use the income from those DADUs to help you qualify. So interesting. Kind of so wait, thing. okay. So how, let's let's take that into practical consideration. Mm-hmm. Are you basically saying, let's say you're maybe a retired person, mm-hmm. and you have maybe lower income than someone else? You have income, right? But you're thinking about putting one of these on your property. Yeah, you want to stay in your home. Yeah, you want to stay in your home, and you somewhere. want some additional mm-hmm. income resources. Mm-hmm. You could maybe you could put that in. Do that. Let's say that it. Gets you twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month rent. We could actually use that to help you qualify for a mortgage. You know, provided you meet these income limits. Yeah, that's that is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, because I'm just saying, you know, we've talked about this several times. I've had numerous past clients who are in that situation. We always call them the house rich, cash poor. Of course, yeah. And they want to stay longer, but they're not really in a position to fully do so because Mm -hmm. their taxes. Right. Are going up so much that right. they're just like, holy cow, like a big chunk of my, my income is going into these other expenditures. Right. Right. So having an offset for that could be quite nice. I will be curious to see, though, what the dadus do to assess values. Mm-hmm. Is there any guesstimate from anyone yet about that? Well, I mean, we, we do appraisals on properties with, with dadus all the time. I mean, the dadus not a new thing. They've been around for, you know, decades you know, but but it's just the, the yeah. But zoning. a lot of them are weird, old, they funky, are. old places. Well, I, I've got one in my backyard. You know that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. You know, two bedroom dad. <laughs> I hope you buy it. You're right. It is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's not that. It's fine. But you said it. I'm right, just agreeing right, right. with you. <laughs> so so appraisers appraisers will absolutely give you extra value for those. And and uh, you don't get the same dollar right, for and dollar. Appraiser, but I'm just saying the tax assessor. I'm, cu- I'm well, curious. Well, they look at it the same way. Okay. Yeah, assessors look at it the same way. They're mostly act for most most situations ex appraisers anyway. They're looking right. at what's the market value of your home. Okay. So assessors have, have gotten a lot more sophisticated in recent years on how mm-hmm. they assess homes. That's not necessarily always in our favor as a homeowner, uh, but yeah. it's it's true. Well, one of the so, other things they're also getting a lot better at is using uh, geospatial maps. Oh. 
to yes. find people who have been adding things to their homes yeah. that uh, they're finding out. Oh, that was not oh, permitted. Folks, please, please, please listen very carefully to this because they are. They're looking. Well, if, yes, matter they fact, are. I want to talk about that a little bit. I'll give you an example. I have a funny story uh, for we, you, too, yes. as well. When we come back uh, after the break here, we have to just pay a couple of bills here. Yeah. And then we'll be back. So stay tuned. More Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back, Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. Well, thank you for joining us here on the Saturday afternoon. <laughs> We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock information on real estate and finance. Yes, and if you would like to go back and re-listen to any of these episodes, if there are things that you want to go back and refresh your memory, take some notes, because in case you're listening to this while you're driving, we want to have an opportunity for you to be able to go back and find bits of information that may have been useful. And you can find us on uh, practically any podcast station that uh, you listen to, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, or you name it. That's right. That's right. And you know, we talk about a lot of different topics on the air. Mm-hmm. And I know when I'm listening to the radio, my brain's thinking, hey, I have something similar to this, or hey, I have something exactly. similar to that. If you have a question that's similar to maybe some one of our topics, you can always reach out to us. Reba, if they want to reach you, how can they reach you? Uh, well, for anyone on my team to get access to this and respond to you right away, info at teamreba.com. But you can also contact me personally at 206-910-3429 with a text or call. Um, and, and one of the reasons we're also saying you can you know, find this stuff later, we don't want you texting and driving. Please no, don't do that. that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And if you have a finance-related question, I'm always happy to help with your story problem. You can reach out mm-hmm. to me. Eric is my banker. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, or you can email me, eric at ericismybanker.com. Yeah, pretty much if you type either one of our names into a search engine, oh, yeah, the, there's a whole lot, lot of content of and a lot of ways to find us. That's right. Yeah, teamreba.com gets you anything you need from us. That's right. Right? That's right. Yeah, there's lots of good good stuff right. there and resources available. But, okay. So, so before the break. Yes. We're talking about, well, let's, I guess uh, let's open it up here. We're talking about Big Brother. You know, from a tax assessment standpoint, oh, but also a zoning, a zoning standpoint. Okay. No, not, not the TV <laughs> show. So I have a client in a local municipality of Tukwila. Yes. And this client uh, added on to their home mm-hmm. and did some, some landscaping in the, in the backyard and chopped down five trees. Uh, the, the addition was not permitted. And uh, as a matter oh, wait, of fact, okay. so they knocked down five trees and put an addition in? Uh-huh. Okay. So they get a notice from the city with photographs, satellite imagery uh-huh. saying you took down this tree, this tree, this tree, this tree, and that tree. Uh-huh. We also see that you did an addition, you know, with no permits. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you have... Yeah, because they can just look that right up in their own stuff. They are literally... <laughs> there is a, a person who is paid... And I'll guarantee you, every municipality has this. Yes, they do. They're looking at before and after. Yeah. They're looking at satellite imagery. Yes, they are. And and they can literally identify, mm-hmm. you know, what you've been doing on your on your property. Yes. Elena so, Myers, one of our former inspectors who just moved to Texas. We miss you, Elena. Oh. Um, her husband 
is um, like some kind of geospatial engineer or something like mm-hmm. that. Which, so that's why they moved to Texas because he's working for SpaceX. Right, right. So he started here locally and then got a promotion. But what he was doing for the county of Snohomish was doing exactly that, where he was finding people who had done stuff on their property, looking at maps mm-hmm. from above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those drones that uh, Amazon right. would like to have in the sky are doing more than just delivering packages. Oh, big time. They're so, working hard. <laughs> well, They're working hard I for mean, your it's, government it's dollars. satellites, yeah. but yeah. So if you're trying but to save a imagine, couple bucks. Oh, imagine yeah. Oh, yeah. how they might get utilized over time. Right, right. Because yeah. the satellite imaging, they only get some of the uploads you right. know, every once in a while. But a drone could just be like cruising by. Right, right. Anytime. So if you're thinking like it's the old days where you can just maybe save a few bucks and mm-hmm. you know do that, do that. A little addition without the permit. Oh, boy, 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 be careful. Well, and that's what I was saying during the break is I just had a past client um, confess to me that they 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 started running it past me as though, you know, they really felt like they got one by on this municipality. And I went, no, you didn't. Like, all you did was fool yourself. You know, it's like you closed in a carport. You're turning it into a garage. You even went to the city and asked them what it would take, and they told you no, or it would take you so long to do these. Like, you couldn't do those things without a permit. You said, how long? And you didn't like the timeline they gave you, so you just did it anyway. Because someone was giving him a bunch of very um, expensive woodworking equipment, so he needed somewhere to store it. Yeah. So rather than put it in his house and deal with a short-term thing while getting a permit to finish oh, the other no. thing. Oh, no. He just slapped the stuff up anyway. Oh, no. And I just said, well, don't be surprised if you get red tagged. Right. And listeners, red tagging is basically like if a municipality finds out that you're doing construction when you are not permitted or it's being done incorrectly or it's unsafe – they can come and red tag you, stop you from continuing forward with what you're doing until you have it rectified and or torn down. Correct. You might have to unwind it. Mm-hmm. And and to get a permit, once you've already done the work, mm-hmm. is expensive because uh-huh. many municipalities will actually charge you double yes. the permit fees. It's yeah. a punitive thing. Well, and on for good reason, because if you're going to have anything that has power or plumbing or anything else that normally needs to be inspected... And you've closed up walls. Right. You know, they, they're not Superman. Well, and that's just <laughs> it. Know? They they may require you to open those walls up because uh-huh. they might have to forensically. Yeah, they got to see if it was. Yeah. And I yeah, know people who good. are like, well, I hired a contractor and I had him do it to code, but I didn't want to pay for the permitting. And they're just like, well, I'll just roll the dice. Oh, boy. And, you know, even in the sales side of real estate, we know that that can become an issue because title companies are less and less willing to accept non-permitted work. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of garages out there that have been converted that were not permitted. Oh, you know, yeah, it's your it's your classic uh, rambler. Mm-hmm. with the garage attached mm-hmm. and that garage gets converted to a family room or a master suite something mm-hmm. like that and some of them have done very very well yes and Other some ones, are very much not, not so good <laughs> yeah not so good yeah i think i've seen a preponderance of not so nice to the right. nice right but yeah 
Yeah, we, we send appraisers into those, and, you know, the, the ones that are not so good, you still got the slope, you know. Oh, yeah. The floor's not level. The mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not heated. Oh, yeah. It's, they're it's they're usually not, very chill. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of them even still have the garage door on the front, you know. or it's, Some of them are done like that on purpose, though. I know. I have been in numerous properties where they have built a false wall in front of the garage door. Yeah, yeah. So that they can't tell from the outside. Because, okay, so listeners, if you are looking at homes online, there's a telltale sign if it was a converted garage. And usually it's because the driveway goes right up to the edge of the house. Correct. And there's a <laughs> filled in portion and window that is very clearly right. where the door used to be. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people that they don't recognize that at first until I point it out. And then they're like, oh, yeah. That's why that's like that. Well, plus, you know, I mean, you've looked at so many of these homes that you, you know Tens how these thousands. were originally built. They yes. all had a uh, usually a one-car garage, maybe a two-car mm-hmm. garage. Yeah. But but they're all the same. The, you know, your classic, you know, mid-century Rambler. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, one of my neighbors is, has one like that where it's uh, they took half of it. Yeah. And, and you know, one, one half is still a garage. <laughs> one half is, you know, finished yeah. space. And, oh, sure. You know, and, you know, the th- thing is I get it. Because if you don't, you know, there's a cost differential between an addition and doing it right. inside, mm-hmm. you know, the, the location that's already there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, it's usually less expensive because the framing and all the other stuff mm-hmm. is already there and available sure. to you. You know, OK, I get that. The, you know, the roof doesn't have to be adjusted. You don't have to make any changes there. You know, it's so there's I, I understand it, but it's just that if you do it without permission, Right, without getting the permits, you really do run some you risk. You are just really and, asking for trouble. Yes, and if you're also doing, you know, we've had this uh, on a show about insurance. If you're doing your own electrical, I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, passes that you know municipalities give if you're a homeowner doing work yourself. Right, mm-hmm. you're you're given permission to do certain amounts of plumbing and electrical and mm-hmm. whatnot on sure. your own. However. Oftentimes, if you're doing your own work and something goes wrong, you might want to know what your insurance company's policies are about that. Because mm-hmm. I remember when we had Gerald Grenter from Threshold Nosh and Dwell on here, and we're going to have him on again um, in the coming weeks. We were discussing that very item because mm-hmm. let's say you swap out your own circuit breaker panel. Mm-hmm. If you have a fire in your house after that, it is very likely that you will not be covered if it was caused by your electrical work. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if it wasn't done to standards. Exactly. You know, you're in trouble. If yeah. you're not normally an electrician and you do your own, you are literally taking your house into your own hands in that case. Well, and how many houses have you walked into where it was blatantly clear that this electrical work was not done by a licensed electrician? Uh, the percentage is extraordinarily high, <laughs> which amazes me. I mean, it just amazes me. You look yes. at some of the, the goofy people are stuff. looking to save money, and then you're like, "What in yeah. the world?" <laughs> yeah, like this is going to cost a lot of money to fix. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could use my own house as an example. I mean, I don't mind being transparent to our listeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, my ex did a bunch of work on my house, and I'll be real honest. I'm, I'm kind of have an electrician come. And look at his work because I have some um, power outlets mm-hmm. that you can feel heat coming off of them. 
Which oh. probably means he didn't do them properly. They're overloaded, yeah. Yeah, they're overloaded. And I worry about this well, yeah. because he also swapped my panel out. And even though I asked him, I specifically asked my spouse to hire an electrician to do it. Mm. I was willing to pay the money. I didn't have any problem getting the permit. But he was so freaking focused <laughs> on getting the stupid hot tub that uh, he just did it himself. Sure. Well. And I thought, ah. And now he's no longer in the picture, and I got this stupid hot tub. Yeah. And, hot and, tub and hot outlets. And hot outlets. Yeah, and I go. do, and I worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well. well, he also took out the heat. Now, here's the other thing he took out the heat in my master bedroom. Oh, completely. Yeah, because okay. he was going to, well. he was going to add in something else, but he never finished any of the work. Yeah. So I've had a portable heater in my master bedroom hmm. for a few years now. Not ideal. Not ideal. And guess what? It also becomes an issue if I wanted to refinance or sell my house. Mm-hmm. Potentially. I, mm-hmm. Right? We because you got to see heat sources. You have to have an actual heat source. And he right. even took out the baseboard heaters. How interesting. Because he was going to replace them and then he never did. So, listeners, oh do it right, please. Do it right the first time. That's right. Back to that manspection.com. Oh, God. We need that so bad. <laughs> we'll be right back on Open House with Team Reva. Thanks for being here. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side, and Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy okay. Saturday! I, I, yes, I need some happy Take thoughts. Take a deep breath. Taking a deep breath. Have a have a swig of water. <sighs> <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. My uh, my son uh, gave me one of these eye eye watches, uh-huh. and it nags me all day long. Stand up, you know, breathe. Yes. And you know what though? That breathing thing. It's really kinda, good. It's kind of good. No, yeah. I'm actually with my new staff um, when they get frustrated because they're learning all these new systems and stuff. Because they're, they're both coming from um, backgrounds completely from outside of real estate. So yeah. we're having to do... Drinking from the fire hose. Oh, yes. Yeah. In a big way. <laughs> and uh, a couple of times. Because, you know, we, we know when your amygdala gets completely overloaded and mm. it has your fight, flight, or, uh, you know. It, it overheats just like a faulty wired outlet. It does. It, yeah. it actually, you know, you have caloric burns that, that happen with your brain. And so, you know, there's that freeze, fight, or flight response. And I've, I've been trying to tell each of them, like, just. Deep breaths. That's ten right. deep breaths. <laughs> Know that the computer is not going to kill you. <laughs> Nobody's there's, ever there's died n- from operating a computer. Maybe they got clocked on the head with one, but not yeah, so, exactly not from operating it. Yeah, so, v- yeah unless yeah. like they touched one that was immersed in water. You know, like it's 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 right. usually gonna be just fine. That's right. That's right. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> so I'll have an electrician come to my home and. There you go. It'll be fine. You're just going to get all those faulty wires sorted out. I so am. At whatever do. cost, I guess that's going to be. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yes. And he can label it for me because it was not labeled, which is also super frustrating when something goes oh. out. <laughs> I would love to have a house one day that's properly labeled. You I know. know. <laughs> I know. That's it's a... surprising how good it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I have oh, a label sure. maker. 
It feels really good labeling stuff. Mm -hmm. I yeah. like it. Hmm. What does this switch do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? We just did that at the Yacht Club. We did a big uh, reorganization thing. Yeah. And because I'm, you know, uh, in charge of the maintenance and, and repairs and all that kind of stuff yeah. for this year. Yeah. I had a woman who was a past Commodore, gave her that device and said, okay, I got a bunch of keys. I need you to label. And I, need, I got a bunch of light switches because mm -hmm. it took me months to realize that an office that could be locked, the light switch was 30 feet across the hall <laughs> in a completely other room that's, behind that's two what doors. That's when things are done on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, after, be, be, after beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. yeah so yep, it's yep. interesting stuff. But yep, anyway. Yep, yep. Well, you know what? You're talking about maintenance. So yes. uh, there's this is a... Very, very good time of year to be talking about that as the rains are going to start moving yes. in here. You know, we've been reasonably mild so far, you know, this fall. We have. Well, we've had some cold well, snaps, we had a though. Bit. We had, we a had cold bit, snaps. Right? Well, for just a couple of days. But that's still enough to mess your house up. If absolutely. you don't have the stuff on your hose bibs and that freezes, that can possibly go back My into your house. Point exactly. Yeah. And the thing that, that really, really needs attention with every house in the Northwest is your gutters. Because oh, every your, house. Your gutters, if if you see water spilling out the front of your gutter, mm -hmm. that also means that water is spilling out the back of your gutters. Yes. The back is usually at the same level as mm -hmm. the front. Yep. Where's it going? It's going against, against your fascia board yep. and possibly up underneath your roof, and then it's going to travel. And yep. It's going to follow those those uh, joists, and it's going to end up It's going to go wherever soaking, water wants to go. Soaking your ceiling. Yes. You know, or your walls. Or, yep. or who knows what. So Well, the thing is, is uh, there was a um, – so we have to sit through lots of inspections, right? Mm -hmm. and, and also when we're doing house prep with people, right? So I'm, I'm with you 100% because when I first got in the business and I was primarily working mostly with buyers, mm -hmm. every single inspection report – this is what got me when I started doing listings. Yeah. Every single inspection report would call out downspouts and gutters, mm -hmm. right. right? Needing to be cleaned, needing to be flushed out, flushed out. Um, you yeah. know, all kinds of stuff like, or they weren't directed away from the foundation, right. so, so many different things. Mm -hmm. So that's why in our listings, that's one of the things that we have as a task for our clients to do. And then we reimburse them for it because we, we clean the windows and we get the gutters done. Right. Now, another thing that shows up on inspections that's newer mm -hmm. is that I believe it was in 2012, they started requiring those drip edges. And yes. that was not required before. So let's explain what that is. Yes. It's, it's a little sheet of metal that mm -hmm. goes underneath your, your sh the, the last course of shingles, mm -hmm. and, and it, it goes into your gutter. Yes. So helps it, it, it helps direct it into the gutter. It helps direct the water into the gutter rather than falling, coming back on itself yeah. and then going into Because you'll your hear the, uh, the commentary of, like, it can wick mm -hmm. back underneath. And, right. and if it's – so basically – okay, I'm going to give you a weird analogy. Think about when you have a, a runny nose. Mm -hmm. You know, or you got sweat. <laughs> Things are like coming down your face, and they can just like kind of saying you need a drip edge out of your nostril. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Okay. You know, because it's like that's what happens. Is like things are going, and and then they'll soak up underneath. They sure right. Yeah, like, or let's can. say you're sweating on your body, and it gets mm -hmm. into your clothes. Right. It's going to soak up into that material. Right. Well, guess what? The fascia board and and um, what are the other the sheathing? Mm -hmm. You know, that is all stuff that's made of wood primarily, yeah. right. which absorbs moisture we'll suck it up yeah and 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 if it does it for enough years it rots it out right and then throw 20 mile an hour winds for mm -hmm. a week driving force driving yep. that water driving it in driving it in driving yep. you'd be amazed how far water can oh. travel so water is i mean 
Yep. It's the most destructive thing that can happen really to your is. house. So the number one best thing you can do this time of year is get those gutters clean. Yes. Uh, although I was just going to tell a story. Mine. Well, but yeah, I'm going to also go back to electrical on that, though, in a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay. do you want me to do it now or wait till you tell the rest of your story? Well, let me tell the rest okay. of my story because this will, this will be quick. Uh, just be a savvy shopper. Uh, I went over to visit this my, isn't gonna be my quick. dad over the weekend. Nah, it'll be quick. Uh, <laughs> and um, there's a guy there doing a bid mm-hmm. for gutters. And it's one of these fancy systems that yeah. you never have to clean the gutters and blah, blah, blah. Or so they say. I won't mention the name, but they're all over the TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, for my dad's reasonably sized house, they wanted almost $17,000 mm-hmm. to do That's the probably gutters. pre-tax, too. And that was a act today to get the special discount, you know, for mm. because normally it would be twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. And it's like, oh ouch, yeah. ouch, 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 don't. Yeah, that's don't. someone yeah. trying to reach yeah. quota. No, no, no. That's exactly right. So, so yeah. just be be there's plenty of companies out that. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is is you do have to watch it. Now here's another thing to be careful of with your gutters as we go into the holiday season. Be careful how you're stringing your lights. There's a lot of people who do some things and they they start attaching to their gutters, mm-hmm. putting extra weight on them. Just make sure you're not pulling the gutters away or or you're not grabbing on them mm-hmm. for, you know, safety or stability because when you're pulling them away, you're creating that situation mm-hmm. now right. on your roof. Absolutely. Because they're they're meant to be set up a certain way for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? So, do be careful when you're doing all of that. Um, one of the other safety things, when I go back to the idea of electrical, though, is, um, in fact, actually, if you're going to get your gutters looked at, go ahead and get them flushed out. If you if you have the kind that go into the ground, you want to make sure that they're functioning properly because this mm-hmm. is the time of year where lots of people have leaves inside of those gutters and they're going down into your downspouts and possibly clogging up clogging down there, further downstream. which can mm-hmm. cause problems down in your basements mm-hmm. or underneath your you know foundation. So you want to be careful of those things. Maybe in your crawl space, check to make sure you don't have water accumulating mm-hmm. because that's partly where that can come from if you have things jacked up. Um, other things for safety. Make sure if you are now setting up lights and other things on your home that you're using the proper rating. If you're using power cords for any of these things, Mm -hmm. you need to have the proper ratings for those. Please be careful if you're using extension cords that you don't have the ones that you've been using for 20 years. Extension cords are a high, high number of the reasons that fires start in a home Mm -hmm. because they do wear out. Mm-hmm. They will wear out. You also need to be careful as we get into the cold months. I mentioned I'm using like one of those little oil heater type things. Mm-hmm. I make sure that that is far and away from any combustible items. Mm-hmm. It's not sitting right next to my bed and fabrics. It's not right by some curtains and drapes. And be careful of any candles that you might be lighting. Well, and just going back to that extension cord, if you happen to have a space heater, uh, mm-hmm. don't run that cord underneath the carpeting. Yeah. You know, area rugs or things like that, because that is, uh, if it does overheat, you got yes. you got a fire. Yes, there's yeah, a so lot just be of different things. About all that. Yeah, it's it's always surprising that you kind of have to remind people. But, you know, but that's yeah. the, that's the reality. Well, it's not that people don't know; you. they just need to be reminded. Well, and there's one other thing, just a qu- another quick reminder, because every year we have this happen. Uh, if we're there is a power outage, you happen to have a oh, generator. Gosh. Yes, needs to be outside. Yes. There was a family in West Seattle. Almost the entire family was lost because they ran the generator in the garage thinking they were worried Mm -hmm. about it getting stolen. Right. And, uh, you know, carbon monoxide poisoning is nothing to, you know, to um, take any chances at all with. It's so, so dangerous. Speaking of which, if you don't. Now, here's the thing, listeners. State of Washington, after that horrible tragedy Mm -hmm. happened, instituted two new laws. 
Now, one of them is if you are in rental housing locally, mm-hmm. your landlord is supposed to have put in a carbon monoxide detector. Yep. Now, so if you're in rent- if you're a listener of ours and you're in rental housing, you want to check and make sure your landlord is meeting that requirement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if they're not, you need to let them know that there is a law that they need to follow for that. If you are selling your home since 2012, you have to make sure every floor of your home. So if you're a three-story home, one in every three floors, right? And they need to be closest to the bedrooms, you know, for location. So there's a bunch of stuff online where you can find these rules. Feel free to Google carbon monoxide, state of Washington, you know, or carbon monoxide detectors, alarms, that kind of thing. But these are real rules, and we've been telling our clients about it. But here's the thing. That's only when you're selling your home or if it's a rental. So for the yeah. rest of you, just go get one anyway. That's, they're don't, cheap. They're don't, cheap. Yeah. You don't have Costco to. Costco runs specials on them. Plug them in. You just plug them in just an outlet. Just plug them in. You don't need anything yeah. special. No tools required. Just 100%. Plug it in. 100%. I know yeah. it's like you're not required to, but it's smart. Yeah, and some right. people will be like, but this house doesn't have gas. And it's like. That's it doesn't matter. Not the point. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the house has gas. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like it's for things like if you're running a generator, it can be if yeah. someone's running, you know, a, a a grill inside that they shouldn't be using right. inside because they don't have a covered patio. Right. It could a be, lot of reasons. There's lots of reasons. Could have been from a neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. exactly. It could be a car in the garage and you don't realize that you have a panel missing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, I mean. Even my own house, I know, is a walking problem. It's not, well, it's not walking, but it's, I mean, it's a problem because when I bought it, there are sections that the prior owner, because he was doing plumbing work, cut out the, the, the fire rated stuff between my house. And so fumes could be coming up through there. I mean, I know all these things. (laughs) So anyway, we got more for you after this break here on Open House with Team Reba. And we hope you're learning something and getting yourself safe before the holidays. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. Having a free-for-all today. We're having a free-for-all. We're talking about a little bit of everything today. Well, that's the thing. When we don't have a guest, there's so many topics that you and I both show up to the studio to discuss, and then we have to battle it out on whose topic gets to win, and sometimes both of them do. That's true. That's true. Because you wanted to talk about this whole thing with the gutters and also not being taken advantage of by Mm -hmm. salespeople. True. Right? Yeah. And I wanted to talk about, you know, and you brought up the Tequila example of someone also doing an attachment that they shouldn't have done. Or, right. you know, and I had one of those too, yeah. right? So yeah. it was like, that was fine. And then that also just happened to bring up for me that electrical safety at this time of year is super, super important. Oh, it totally is. And maintenance yeah. in general, right? You know, right. I'm, I mean, I'm actually looking at another business model to add to what I already offer yeah. around exactly these topics because we, we bring this up all the time. Most people buy their home and then they just kind of sit complacently in them. For a long period of time, and they never get back up inside the attic or the crawl space, Mm -hmm. of which they didn't go in to begin with Mm -hmm. because their inspector did. Right. 
right? So they still wouldn't even know necessarily if they went down there what that would look like. Sure. But those are the areas, like we're talking about safety and security and keeping your home safe. So we've talked about hose bibs, making sure that freezing doesn't cause an issue in your home, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because with all the massive changes in how weather patterns are happening nowadays, Mm -hmm. you do have to be concerned about these things up here. We didn't used to have as many freeze issues as we we have had in the last few years, right? Remember the snow we had last year? Yeah, we had some. Well, I mean, actually, it was earlier this year. I mean, I bought a brand new SUV in February because the snow that was on the ground for so many days. Right, right. right? And I worried about my house. You know, I just disconnected. Oh, that's the other thing. If you haven't already covered up your hose bibs and you have your – hoses mm-hmm. still connected to your house please go out and detach them Just disconnect them because go disconnect them yeah when they freeze it's going to push that ice somewhere mm-hmm. it's got to go somewhere yes so you're absolutely right uh the other thing that you know you just reminded me mm-hmm. uh, back when we had all that snow we had that freezing weather mm-hmm. you could not go to a uh, a uh, home outlet you know mm-hmm. home people or whatever, diy or whatever diy place and get the free you know the um what do you, the stuff you spray on your sidewalks, you know, the, oh, the, I, so the salt or whatever. The, oh, right. The, yeah. The, well, cause we know, can't have for the, for the, the water. Ice melt, ice melt. Right. Yeah. yeah cause we could have... not find it. It was nowhere to be found. So yeah, isn't that cause of salmon? No, it's because everybody bought it. It was all sold out. Oh, well, we still yeah. have to be careful because that stuff washes well, off eventually and goes into our right, water but system. If it's salt, if it's salt, it's fine. It's salt. is not going to hurt salt water, you know, salt is salt. Um, but, but you couldn't find it. You yeah. Know, so, matter of fact, we had a what was that? Well, maybe they should pre-plan. Few, yes. <laughs> right. We've had a few snowmageddons. Well, we maybe had, people should just go we had one pre-purchase. About four or five years ago, that, where it lasted for for a, you know a week or more. Oh yeah. And the city of Seattle decided not to use salt in what they were putting down on the roads. They were just mm-hmm. using sand. Oh yeah. Um, but sand doesn't melt. No, ice. it doesn't. And so then we just had and then big, also once it does finally melt, then you have yeah, just, just a, a lot big, of chipped windshields, big, big mess. Yeah, yeah. So and I, it tears I the road. I don't up. know what their what their mix is for this year, but hopefully they got a little bit of salt in there, you know, because we'll uh, see. We need that too. Maybe, uh, maybe they can get Tom Douglas to come up with and get a rub with love from Tom. We're just gonna put a little rub on the roads. Yeah, a little brine. Oh gosh. Yeah. So so be thinking yeah. about that one. Uh, we were talking about we. You you mentioned it briefly, but mm-hmm. downspouts yes to have splash blocks under those if they're not plumbed directly into some yes some into place. a French drain because you want to yeah. get that water away from your foundation, move it Far away from the edge away. of the house. Yeah. The other thing this time of year too, it's a great time now. The leaves are are dropping. Mm-hmm. If there's any branches or bushes that are touching the side of your home, yeah, trim them back. Yes. For two reasons. Number one is it's, well, it's bad for your paint. But yes. also the crawlies, the the, mm-hmm. the uh, bugs and the critters uh, yes. like to, that's how they get into it's your house. It's a bridge. It is. That's it's how a they bridge. get in. Yeah. And, uh, and any kind of a wood-eating insect, you know, if they've got mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, an easy way to just, you know, amble oh, on yeah. up into the siding, they will do it. And so I will tell you, too, if you're doing large landscaping jobs and you have trees that are cut down and you don't have the stumps ground out. I found this out the hard way. So I had a past contractor. I won't say who, because we're still friends mostly. (laughs) Um, But they took out a bunch of trees at my house at the time. And I had paid to have the stump grinding done because I didn't want them there. Mm -hmm. And they opted not to complete the job, I guess. Um, And so I was left with these stumps. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, those stumps rot over time. Sure. 
And one of them, I got the very unpleasant summer experience of, Pants. Uh, yeah, the, they it, it had been infested, but you couldn't tell it from the outside because yeah. we kept going like, where are these winged ants coming Ooh. from at night? Yeah, like the, right. like for an hour every night, there would yep. be this like plume of ants. It was like, what is that coming from? Yeah. And sure enough, we went down and I kicked open this stump and they just, a huge mass of them yeah. came out. But also... Because that was there, I had had a formerly wood deck and that the old owner had put on, and it was in poor shape, and carpenter ants were all yeah. over it. Oof. And yeah. they had been living in a lot of these nearby you know, tree yeah, stumps and, and whatnot. So yeah. once we got rid of all of those, because they're all gone now, but once they were finally gone, well, I didn't have that problem Right, and what longer. happens is if you chop down a tree that happens to have a nest in it, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to go looking for a new home. Oh, yeah. And they'll... they'll, they'll and your house looks delicious. Your house is just so warm and nice. It is. And it's toasty it's and dry. Now, if yeah. you have water issues you don't know about that are impacting your house, it's delicious still, but from the inside where you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Right. That right. often happens down in crawl spaces. Things we normally find down there, wood debris that was left there when the property was built that mm-hmm. someone didn't take out. Right. Um, oftentimes we see people storing uh, boxes mm-hmm. down in crawl spaces for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Cardboard, cardboard boxes do great in damp environments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I will tell you, that's just like basically saying that's like creme brulee. It's like the dinner bell. Yeah, it's yeah. like creme brulee for, you know, any of these, yeah. <laughs> you know, the critters. Crawlies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they just love it. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is like if, if you have, if you notice, um, usually you're supposed to have a, a fine wire mesh over, you know, because your house needs to breathe, right? So mm-hmm. your crawl space as well as your attic will have these sections where air is meant to be able to come in and out, but you want to keep the critters out, right? Mm-hmm. So you get that fine mesh that's there. And the thing is, that's not static. The, you know, like if you get a, a rodent in once, it's possible it could happen again, even mm-hmm. if you fix the problem, because they can eat through some of those things. Yeah, and they So will. you have to be vigilant. They really want to get back in. They'll leave yeah. scent trails. And, yes. And they'll they'll tell their kids, yeah, gosh, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. Reba's house was the best. Oh, yeah. You know, we, let's go visit let's Grandma. Go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's get in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, the, the other animal that likes to do that are raccoons. Yes. My brother had one uh, one year get into the roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, got in the attic, oh, yeah. and and then had a family up there. I had that and, happen in Ballard. Yeah, I was finally... looking at a duplex for somebody, and all of a sudden, yeah. it was there on the roof, and it was looking at me. And then I saw its tail going inside. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know my brother's house. Like, he, he got them out, but there was like two more generations that kept mm-hmm. coming back. Oh yeah, you know, because they don't take no for an answer. No, that's where they knew where that was. That was home. That was home, man. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. They were moving on up. It was so good. Yeah. yeah that's right. But, that's I mean, right. it's just it's a, it's a real thing. So, you know, this is a good time of year to check because otherwise they'll be there all winter. Mm-hmm. Yep. They sure will. And There's they, plenty of companies out there that can go and check those yeah. things if you're not willing to go into those nasty little spaces yourself. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the thing is, I, I can tell you for a fact, probably a good 40% of the houses that we go out and have inspections done, even if the inside of the house is perfectly clean yeah they don't get up inside the house they're just down there living in an area that you can't see one of the more recent closings we mm. just had that was on the border of federal way in tacoma it was five thousand dollars worth of work because 
rats had been able to get in. Some of them had died down there. Their excrement was all over the place. They have to replace that vapor barrier and the um, insulation because they get up and they nest in that stuff. Mm -hmm, And they, you know, have a little party time. And they also use it as their bathroom. And so Mm -hmm. all those things become a big mess. And it it takes time and effort. And it's not a pleasant environment to be in. No. So, you know. Try it's worth it. Oh, if you've been in your house many years, we always recommend that you go ahead and get an inspector back out again just to have everything checked out. Well, on that note, we hope you have a safe, dry, rodent-free rest <laughs> of your holiday season. Thanks for listening in Open House with Team Re. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. Be sure to listen to this before holiday dinner. That's right. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.